to a Mountain to Climb podcast where we talk about business, conspiracies, and everything in between. I'm Brigham. I'm Joe. And I'm Jerry. All right. So the way our episodes run is we'll first we'll go through our actionable item and uh, see how we, that's going. I think this is the last week for that. And then we'll go through business. We'll talk about things we've learned along the way. Then we'll get into conspiracies. And then our, our question of the week will be after that. So our actionable item, this is the end of journaling, right? Yeah. How do you guys like journaling? I like it. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but it was easy to kind of look past it and kind of not do it. Yeah, I didn't stay as consistent on journaling as I should have, but it does make me notice or be more appreciative of everything because that's what I was doing with my journaling. Yeah. I noticed a big difference with that. Sometimes I would just journal whatever was on my mind. Like, I don't have a set thing yeah. to journal about. I did that a couple times, just kind of was writing what was ever on my mind. It helped a lot. Then sometimes I was even doing like a checklist, kind of like what we was doing before. Just writing down what I got to do this week and things I want to get done. Nice. Do you guys know what you want to do for the next four weeks? I don't know. I got something <laughs> in mind, but I wanted to see if you guys had anything in mind first. Let's see, I, I might have written something in my notes. Because I did have something, but... You really got to write them down, because I know I had one, but I don't, I'm thinking I didn't even write it down. For an actionable item? Yeah. I think I've had two in the last, like, two months, but I just got to write them down. Yeah, I don't... I didn't write them down. Well, I was thinking we could dream journal and try to lucid dream for the next four weeks. Sounds pretty fun to me. Alright. You gotta do it right when you... You have to set an alarm and purposely wake up, or just the second you wake up at any time you write what you're just dreaming. When I was doing it, it was... So, I couldn't really remember my dreams very well when I woke up super early, but you can still try when you wake up super early, but um, the way I was doing it is just, if I'd wake up around 5.30 or 6, or, or any time later, then it would, I'd be able to write down my dreams pretty pretty good. So just whenever you wake up, try to go straight to a notebook and start writing down anything you remember, and then stuff will start coming back to you as you're writing. And things get pretty interesting. Do you write details or just as, incidents? As much as I can remember about the dream, I'll put as much detail as I can into it. As fast as I can. Will it just instantly go away or can you think about the whole thing? What do I you guess, mean? So, you, have, you remember the whole thing or just you remember parts of it? I remember parts of it, and then as I'm writing, I remember more, more and more. Yeah, more comes as you're writing. Yeah. 
What are your uh, reality checks? Mine is just push, pushing my finger to, to my palm. I don't really have anything other, other than that. Have you heard of people will set just like a little ding and their notification on their phone is, are you awake? So they'll look at it and read that. Goes off every 30 minutes. I'm not sure. Morning. I'm not sure how often it goes off, but they'll have it ding even when they're sleeping. So when they're dreaming, they'll hear it. And I'll ask them, are you dreaming? Or are you awake or something? Huh. And then that, they supposedly that kind of kicks you into a lucid dream. That's a good idea. I've heard of people doing that. I've never done it. Maybe I'll set an alarm right now. Or after the podcast. <laughs> then we can start setting our crazy lucid experience. Yeah, we can do lucid uh, or dream journaling, I mean. Dream journaling and then dream journaling with the goal of getting lucid in your as many dreams as possible. When you was doing that last time, how long did it take you to lucid? A couple days. Thanks. It was pretty quick. And I had a, a, after the couple of days when it started, then... It's happening pretty regularly. So if you guys want to follow along, dream journal with us and send us a message on Instagram if you have any lucid dreams and let us know. We might convert. Well, I guess we'd still have Instagram, but we might set up on Twitter too. On X? Yeah, on the X. Eventually we should probably get on all the social medias. Elon Musk just says that um, he'll make sure that you have the best revenue from X and the other platforms. All right, so how's business going this week? Pretty busy. Super busy. I've had a, a lot of projects land. And it seems like they all land at once on top of each other. And now it's like, you got to be like, oh, shoot, how do I work them all in and do it in a timely manner where you don't lose jobs because you've got clients counting on you at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I've been pretty busy. I've been trying to get set, get um, some weld tests scheduled so I can go get some certifications for a pretty good contractor job near Wendover. It's weird. The I've been trying to get certs for that and insurance. And the insurance people keep telling me that I can't, they can't insure me if I'm doing a job where someone else supplies the material or something. I gotta figure that out, but it's just kind of weird, I thought. Hmm. It's strange. So they think that you should be under the other guy's insurance or something? Or just not be insured? I don't know. I'm still going back and forth with them, but. They think it's a liability that it's there. Who all have you talked to? Um, that people. So, I Mary called that. I can't remember the name of the place, but the one you sent to me. Yeah, integrated. Yeah, they got back to me really fast with a good price, and then I was all signed. I had everything signed and everything, and then they called back and said they had to go through a couple different quotes for different companies because of the material thing so still working on it oh you could probably try next insurance also 
they're all over the internet, and I think they're very affordable. They just pretty much just shop everyone. I feel like your insurance might be pretty costly just because it's hot work. Yeah, probably will be. The first quote they gave me was pretty cheap. It was like 90 bucks a month. It's not bad. That's cheaper than mine. But then they found out that I wasn't supplying my own material for the specific job. And then they said they had to redo a couple things. So you'll see soon then. Yeah. I'm using that company there. Um, they're pretty much just designed to help small businesses operate. So they'll kind of take some of your back end work. They'll do accounting and payroll and taxes and stuff like that, CPA. So I'm currently hiring them to do payroll for me. Now that I've got my two brothers hired, because to do it legally, they've got to be W-2'd and paying taxes. So the company will file all the taxes correctly and charge the taxes that I owe as an employer. And then they'll just direct deposit my brothers a check. So how much do you have to pay in taxes per week for your employees? Um, so is it like it's the 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 company charges a percentage on the dollar um, for their fee to do the work and then there's taxes that you pay as an employer and the taxes are almost what he was explaining to me is the same rate as what the employee pays in taxes on a couple of the things and then you have a few other ones but if I paid my employee a thousand dollars for 40 hours then I would pay an additional $150 for the taxes and fees huh. that it costs to pay that employee, the $1,000. But then I also have to um, carry a workman's comp policy so that if they get hurt on the job at all, then there's a insurance policy for them. And how much is that? So that's based off of also the hours they work and it's a percentage rate and it changes by the kind of work you do. So I don't even really know how much that is, but at one point I quoted saying that I was gonna have a guy work 40 hours a week at this rate and they told me it was gonna cost, well, I had myself on there as well. Cause I'm like, I think it would be good to be covered under workers comp because I get hurt. But having myself on there made it cost way more. Like having myself on there in one employee was close to $6,000 for the year. But if I would have taken myself off and had one employee, I think it probably would have been closer to like 1400 bucks for the year. If you have more employees and they do more hours or they get paid more, then you just get charged a percentage of that. Huh. But it definitely costs more to have employees and the stress that's involved with them is intense. <laughs> just one more challenge. And then you, you get a job that lands on top of another one and another one, and you're like, well, let's see if we can make this work. So I was stressing out to see if I had enough work to keep them busy, and now I've got too much work. Well, that's good. So. And then the butcher shop, too. Yeah, yesterday we, I went up to Idaho, talked to that guy in Idaho and Rupert, and we're going to kind of partner up with him. We're gonna bring our cows up there, and it's gonna be like a, what, I don't know what it's called. Like he's gonna kind of help us process them and teach us a little bit. Yeah, it's gonna be like kind of like a co-op 
in that building. Huh. Where he's he's gonna still run his cows through there, and different hours we'll use the same building, run our cows through it. Is he charging you to use it? Yeah, there'll yeah, be some form of like benefit for everyone involved. Just like a percentage of the profit or what? Or we'll lease the time or the space. No, he he won't get a percentage of the pro our profits. I think we would probably just lease the space. It would just be like time. renting space from him. Hmm. So we're, we'll have to set up like maybe we will do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. He'll do Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But he's also saying he can teach. People wanted to learn. He can teach them almost just about everything the, they him, need to know. Yeah, him teaching them that he won't charge us for that. Huh. In two weeks, and he'll probably pay him a wage because he'll be helping him make money off the cow. That's cool. So we're just trying to see. He's like, I could get as much work as I had people to work. His big freezer, you can hang 100 in there. Dang. So... And then today we both cut meat. That was my first time. How'd you cut in the last couple weeks? How'd you like it? It was pretty fun. It's pretty awesome. I enjoyed it. Probably it's... a better um, profession for a uh, ginger. Yeah. Keep you out of the sun and the heat. It's like 50 degrees in there, and then you go walk in the cooler, break it down. It's 37. You're in there for like 30 <laughs> minutes, and you're starting to shiver. <laughs> that yeah, sounds it's... pretty nice right now. It was, was nice. Pretty nice. I think the worst part is it's, it's on your feet nonstop. You'll get used to it. Yeah. It doesn't help that I did a ton of cleaning power, cleaning jerks. <laughs> and squats. My legs are shot. Yeah, my legs are so sore from yesterday and today. Kind of quit going to the gym for a minute. Now I'm trying to get back into it. Yeah, I need to get up here and go to the gym with you guys. It feels good. Yeah, when you if you're as long as you're going three times or more per week, then it's really fun going to the gym. But if you go less than three times a week, it's kind of like talking yourself into going every time. And yeah, and it's just Wim Hof says um, he 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 does a breathing exercise that makes so you're you don't feel that acidic in your muscles when you're strain your muscles. Like it, it'll help so you don't aren't sore. You do it before or after the workout? You do it. So you do a breathing exercise before it, and then you do a different kind of breathing exercise after it. Hmm. And it brings like your body to an alkaline state instead of an acidic state. You ever get that metal taste in your mouth when you're working out? Dude, today. Today you did? I freaking came up smashed the bar into my chin bit my tongue so hard it like threw my head back and the bar kept going and I bite my tongue slam it as soon as I do that I finish out my rep put it down and then I'm just like checking to see if I'm bleeding thinking I freaking bit my tongue off but yeah I got the metallic taste in my mouth at that moment that was probably blood <laughs> but usually when you get that metallic taste in your mouth, that's the lactic acid. It means you're going to be pretty sore. <laughs> Dang. But, um, yeah, Devin, I was talking to Devin. He says last time he did clean and jerks, then he smacked his chin too, chipped a tooth. Dang. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch out. Get your face out of the way. Yeah, you got to be careful. I, I tapped my nose on the way up with the bar today. I was like, Dang. 
I didn't see you <laughs> slam your chin though. <laughs> Dude, it hurt. It happened pretty fast because I had so much momentum going up. I was probably lifting like a hundred and something at that point and it just slammed my chin straight back. <laughs> was it on uh, what part of the workout was it? Like the beginning or the end? In the middle. Right in the middle? Dang. Today was a 30 minute workout. It didn't seem that bad. That two minute break made a big difference. Yeah. It was weird though. Even though we had two minutes between sets and we was only doing sets of two, I was out of breath after each set. Those are some heavy loads. Yeah. It's pretty fun though. What weight did you get to? I got to 185. Dang. I think my max for a clean and jerk. I think it's 225. Or that might just be my snatch. I don't know. I don't know what mine are. I don't either. I don't know what mine are. <laughs> I don't even have all the names memorized yet. I want to get a barbell at my house so I could practice my snatches and power cleans. Because those are all, I feel like those are at least 60% form, maybe more, to get really heavy. I need to get better on my form. Have you learned anything along the way this week? Kind of just networking is a big thing. Yeah, we've been networking a ton with this butcher shop. Like the amount of doors we've opened up purely from just a just making just, a call. Yeah, a call. Like one of them was a phone call, and we, we networked two great relationships out of it. The other one was just a Facebook ad I found online. And then we went and bought something, the thing from him, and they just talked then and built a relationship. Yeah, ne networking is pretty valuable, especially for small businesses. <clears throat> I think just any area of life like having a good community and good people around you well we watched a pretty good networking scenario today we're just sitting at the butcher shop and this land that we're on they also lease um, a gravel pit out to granite and one of granites i don't know a foreman, a foreman or something he just comes over and is working a deal with this cattle rancher and this butcher shop to get like 10 to 15 beef processed so they can give it to their employees as Christmas bonuses. Nice. And it's going to be like a $35,000 deal. Dang, that's cool. That's to buy the cow and to process it. So it's all networking. Because everyone out there is spending money. You just got to gotta know people that want to spend money for for you instead of someone else a lot of times it's just being likable yeah I think I've learned that time is so valuable it makes me I'm like at the point where I my time is just so taken up that I'm starting to realize I need to up my price so that I can get some of my time back 
or make it worth my time to work because I've got so much demand in other places with my time. Huh. Like, especially these jobs, like, I had a whole bunch land at once, and it's, like, just booked me out for the next two and a half months instantly. So then I had another guy. He said, okay, are you going to come do this job? And it's like, I think I'm going to have to double my price if you want my time to make it work because I've got other jobs that are paying more because they're bigger jobs in front of you. Or you can wait till I can get you. What do you end up deciding? Um, he hasn't text me yet. Oh. yet. But then I had another one come through after oh. that. And they're like, yay, we're excited for your, your bid. We're looking forward to starting. Can you come meet with us so we can get going? I don't know if I can even touch their job for another four or five weeks. <laughs> Damn. So I got to figure out the best way to talk to them and let them know, like, um, I want to do your job, but you can you work with me in time frame a little bit and I can get you in as early as possible, but I'm thinking of this far at least. As soon as I got free time, I'll put someone right on it. Have Busy. You, have you thought about hiring a an experienced guy that can manage a crew? I thought about that today after I had a couple of these other ones come through. I'm like, you know, there might be enough revenue off of all, all of them that it might be worth just bringing a way more experienced guy in. There's a lot. Two of you guys are they're not completely green, but they're not not completely green. They don't know exactly what they're doing every time. They don't, wouldn't be able to run a crew. They're training. Not, they, they're doing pretty good, but I think um, someone more experienced I could. But I'm trying to see if I can't train one of them to be that. I just got to keep working on it, but I don't Maybe I don't have the time, and he might have to just try to train as we go with do someone they, else. Do they listen to this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> They do. That's awesome. One of them says, he's like, every time I listen to it, I want to just sit there and chime in and talk about because he's like, because you guys are talking about stuff and I know a lot about it. Bring him on. He said that there was the one um, where we were talking about cloning ourselves and he's like, I know like six movies that were just like the one you were talking about. <laughs> Sounds like you'd be a good guest. Who is it? Ben. Ben? <clears throat> ben you guys met cool. him at the bar. Yeah. And then I took I've him to the ben gym and he... <laughs> Did he get wrecked at the gym? He goes in the bathroom right after we finished and it was just running mostly. But, dude. <laughs> so, I'll get back to the story with Ben. But that same day then we had one other person who was new. And we do just for a warm up, we do a quick 100. Like to the fence and back. But then when we start the workout, we're supposed to go to the mailbox and back and then do a rep of something and then mailbox back. Oh, we had to go do like 12 or 15 wall balls oh, and man. then run again. That's terrible for a new guy. Well, so the new guy, as soon as they say go, we start running. He just bolts. <laughs> takes off and everyone, because we're all sitting there going like a pretty good pace for the workout. Everyone's like, starts laughing. You better tell him to slow down. And he we didn't even get to the asphalt, and he's already on his way back. Holy cow. He was sprinting that. And Ben was going pretty fast, too. And then I passed him. I'm like, dude, slow down. And then when we get in the gym, he's like, yeah, you're probably right. So he slows down. 
But then at the end of the workout, he um, goes in the bathroom. And then I sit there and end up talking to one of the coaches for like 12 minutes waiting for Ben to get out. <laughs> He's like, is he okay? I'm like, I think so. I don't know. <laughs> and then the coach was just telling me about certain stuff. Who was the coach? Tyrell. Oh, Tyrell's cool. <clears throat> um, one of the first times I worked out at that gym... I go into the bathroom and lay on the floor <laughs> so, I don't, so I don't throw up. <laughs> I definitely felt like I was going to... Actually, I think I did throw up my first day. I thought I was going to be... Like, I woke up early, went to the gym, feel good. Now I might take some vitamins, eat a breakfast, go to work. Nope. Take some vitamins and some supplements, instantly throw it all <laughs> Like, guess my body wants nothing. Cause it was in such a workout shock and then the next time I go to the butcher shop to check on something and I chug a bottle of water throw the whole thing of water up dang but I only throw up twice working out after that I kind of starting to get conditioned to it better my conditioning left quick I'm not nearly as conditioned as I was before this little break kind of sucks gotta get back to it though are you going tomorrow? We'll see. There's, I think it's running and might be wall balls. <laughs> it's, let's see. Just what you're talking about? I can't remember. Let me check real quick. I should invite my brother Ben. Is he up north? No. He's like Ogden, huh? Yeah. Have you guys heard Anthony <clears throat> Oliver's song? Yeah. He just barely got on Joe Rogan. Nice. Nearest episode, Anthony Oliver. I'll have to... I said I was going to get back into podcasts after listening to The Lord of the Rings, but... Then you lied. I got back. I went straight to Ender's Game. <laughs> it was so... It was crazy. I was mowing the lawn listening to The Lord of the Rings, and I'm listening to a dramatized version, so there's a lot of different voice actors, and I have it turned up way loud so I can hear it while I'm mowing the lawn. And this orc starts talking way loud, and it sounds like a demon scared the crap out of me. <laughs> I just like jump and look around because it was only in one side. Because they, my headphones are surround sound, so it can, it can make it sound like it's from one side or the other. <laughs> it was only coming from one side. And you had both your headphones in, so you're not really have the spatial awareness of what's around you. Yeah, it just sounds like a demon is talking in my ear. <laughs> Dang. I was like, what the freak? That's funny. Can't remember what I was talking about. I haven't um, listened to a book for a while. Books are awesome. So tomorrow we're doing max calorie rows every even minute and then every odd minute, 25 double unders. Then we rest for five minutes and then run a mile. Nice. <clears throat> that sounds awesome. I for sure might go. <laughs> so what's our next segment? segment. Our next segment are, is uh, conspiracy. Which last episode we said we were going to talk about... Um, the... A new pandemic? Yeah, a new pandemic. I haven't seen a whole lot, but... 
people are starting to recommend wearing a mask again. We saw someone wearing a mask today in yeah. Logan. I'll see him occasionally at Logan. So I don't know if they just wore it ever since the old one. Because I bet there's some of there's them so too. There's so many people that just keep wearing them. I've been I've seen people consistently ever since the first time. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, you'll just see some idiot wearing a mask. Yeah, this guy for sure was an idiot. We're turning right, dumb. and he's on the sidewalk. He stops and waves. So I'm like, no, wait, like go, like pedestrians have the right of way. Come on, we're in, we're in the shoulder, like we're not causing issue on traffic, and he has the right of way. So he's like, no, go. We're like, no, freaking go, and then finally he goes. Just start yelling at him. I've seen the ones that Joe sent us. Yeah. That's about all the ones I've seen, period. Patrick Bat David's got one. Yeah, I think I saw one that came up on his where they said there's a university in Philadelphia that's starting to require masks. Stupid. And something with the airlines. Airlines are starting to require it. I'm not going to wear a mask ever again. My mom called me today, right before we started recording, to tell me happy birthday. And um, she's like, I just came down with COVID. Like, dang, you got that, that new COVID stuff. I'm like, they're saying there's going to be a whole new pandemic. And she had just got back from Florida and then was sick. She got that fresh strain. Yeah. So there's 25 states. I found, I seen this on Twitter and I screenshot it. But 25 states have banned requiring proof of COVID vaccination. And then there's a few states that are banning restrictions on mask mandates. Then there's different ones, different states that banned vaccine mandates being passed and um, COVID mandates. So a lot of, there's like 25 states that are, even if it does come back, they're banning or they, they're not going to require it. Yeah. If anyone tells you to put a mask on, tell them to go mind their own business. It's not going to be nearly as... I don't think so. As much pressure this time because a lot of people are going to resist it. A lot more people, I think, are going to resist it this time around. I'm not going to wear one. And if I go to a place that requires it, I'm just going to leave. But I would encourage anyone listening to not wear a mask and just don't go places that require it. Because we don't want another lockdown like last time that was ridiculous what if the hospital requires it and you got to go in to help your kid you got hurt we're just gonna say our prayers that doesn't happen <laughs> okay we'll go to a different hospital <laughs> hold on son deal with it we'll be somewhere else in a minute oh, i wouldn't m- mind wearing it at a hospital actually because that's a normal thing to do at a hospital yeah and plus, like, oftentimes it's to protect yourself for the people that are there getting treated. Yeah. Like, it makes sense to put it on a hospital. But, yeah, I'm just going to live life to the fullest as if there's not such a thing. It was nice having that no traffic for a couple weeks. I know. I was Las a truck Vegas. driver. And most of the time, you just see trucks on the road. I drove through Salt Lake in the middle of the week, in the middle of the day, and I was the 
only one on the road. It was freaking crazy. It was weird, though, because during COVID, there was a lot of, like, after hours, especially nighttime, a lot of wrong way drivers on the highways. Huh. And it, it became, like, a big thing. It seemed like you'd see it on the news all the time. Like, three or four cops, or three or four cars a month or something. There's been a lot of long, wrong way drivers. There was one just recently. Yeah, there was. The cop, the the cruiser has a camera and it shows this car coming like 100 miles an hour. He makes a split decision to try to turn in front of it and take the hit and stop the wrong way driver. But he misses and misses the car barely, slams into the barrier. Oh yeah, I saw that. And then it's like, do you have what it takes? Would you make that decision? That'd be scary. Split second, crank in front of the car to take the hit yourself. Versus I think he was trying it. to hit the the back of it. Clip it. Yeah. Not to take a hit. I would I think I'd try it. I think that'd be pretty fun. If actually. it hit the back end of your car, it probably wouldn't Not be that. Your far. car of their car. No, if it did if you got in front of it and hit the back end of your car, I don't think it'd be that bad. But no, I think you would want to aim for the back end of their car and spin them out, and then you. If they're would... going pretty fast, it would be pretty bad. Yeah. Could probably flip you. And that impact of you being stopped right there, and then them hitting it. True. The impact would do. Would hurt. It'd there, yank your neck for sure. There's a. The police driving school is in Lehigh. It's by where some jobs I would work on was. It was pretty cool because you just see them out there in old cruiser cars doing these awesome driving courses. Would they do and, pit maneuvers? Yeah, they did pit maneuvers and stuff like that. You know what would be the coolest job ever? To be a rally race driver. Have you seen them rally drivers in other countries where they're, the road's like as wide as the car is? Yeah. They're flying through like a forest area. They just have a guy with a map telling them how sharp each turn is that's coming up. <clears throat> that's so crazy. A lot of times they'll jump the car for a while and then as soon as they land they have to make a sharp turn. On dirt road and they have complete control and traction the whole it's cause time. It's because they have, uh, I think they're usually supercharged, but they're all wheel drive so they can, I don't know. I wonder Dude. if the back tires turn a little bit. I think I some cars have that where yeah. it will counter steer it so you can go around the turns better. Some of those drivers have some mad skills yeah. in racing. Professional drivers, like... Ken Block was way good. You don't realize how insane the precision and the timing and everything is involved with that driving styles. His um, unicorn Mustang, a 65 Mustang, so cool. he, he custom built it to be all-wheel drive. I think it had twin turbos on it. He just, in his video, he's just sitting there roasting all the tires, and then he comes out of his smoke. They modify those cars so that they can turn their tires almost completely sideways. Yeah. That's so cool. When I get super rich, I'm for sure going to have a drift car that I play around with all the time. <laughs> you come home. Every time you come home, you're just drifting. I just come through my gate sideways. <laughs> the way home is just black streaks. <laughs> Put a big U driveway in your yard so that you can hit that U perfectly. Just so I could drift to park. That'd be awesome. That's a good idea. Putting it on my dream nice. board, my vi my vision board. You just have AI do it, and you're the driver. <laughs> <laughs>
nonsense question. Yeah, you guys have a question this week? I had a few. Didn't run down, though. I wrote other ones down <laughs> from before. I had one nonsense question. What is it? Let's hear it. You can only pick one vegetable. It's the only vegetable you can have for the rest of your life. One vegetable. What one would you pick? Hmm. That's tough. Yeah. Which vegetables do I like? Definitely Dude, not. Dude, vegetables are so good. But do you, do you crave vegetables? Is there a vegetable you're just like, dang, I need to get home and eat that vegetable? Onions. Oni- I was thinking onions, but... Freaking onions Maybe go mushrooms. so good with everything. I, I don't think that's a vegetable, is it? I don't think mushrooms are a vegetable. What are they, spores? They're mushrooms. Yeah, they're, they're fungus. Yeah, fungus. So those are good. You can keep all those and have all you want. Probably either onions or tomatoes. Tomatoes. Okay, so this is where you get a little tricky. Because tomatoes, bot- in botany terms, I think botany is the right word. Like in That's actually a fruit, huh? It's actually fruit. Fruits are anything that produce seeds. So tomato, but in culinary terms, a tomato is a vegetable. Produce seeds? There's so many well, vegetables that have seeds? That produce seeds. Like a celery doesn't produce seeds. Well, n- like the plant itself produces a seed from like its stock. And it can't be a root. But like a melon, melons and squash, those are technically fruit. And then berries. Avocados is fruit. An avocado is a fruit. Bananas a fruit. Who Ber- decides? Because squash are Scientists. vegetables. You're only saying that because they're not sweet. And they grow on the ground. Yeah, but there's several fruit that grow on the ground. Strawberries. Yeah. But berries are a fruit, but they're they're a slightly different kind of fruit. I think I could be wrong. Maybe I shouldn't say it, but I've heard somewhere that someone say that. No, never mind. I can say it because <laughs> I'll be wrong. But um, I took a botany class or like a class about science of plants, and we actually did a garden in, in my textbook. It's just going over like what classifies a fruit, and then it says the big debate: tomato, fruit, vegetable. And then they're like, I'll probably choose corn. Corn's a fruit too. Corn. It is. Well, I think it might be a wheat or grain. Oh. But I it's not it vegetable. A grain. It's not a vegetable. Cucumbers? Cucumbers are a melon. They're fruit. (laughs) (laughs) What the freak is a vegetable? (laughs) You've got like carrots, celery, broccoli, onions, like all all roots. I need a whole list so I can look at it. Well, you have a phone. Google your vegetables. I mean, it probably might still come up with like... But anything that produces a seed, like in... So tomato... A seed in a fret, like a... There's some kind of definition for it so tomato is a fruit okay so i get to keep that you keep that um onion is really the only one i wouldn't want to give up because you can use it as seasoning for so many different dishes potatoes potatoes are a vegetable i think i think your vegetables are like all roots so your beets and tomatoes and carrots not tomatoes carrots and potatoes would i rather give up onions or i think i'd rather give up broccoli cabbage Pumpkin. See, and pumpkin technically wouldn't be. It's a melon. It's a squash. It's okay. That one's false. Let's not look at that list. What website are you even on? I'm just on Google. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You gotta get down to like a scientific level, which most people don't look at it that much. I'm just gonna say onions, because I'd rather have onions than potatoes, because there's so many seasonings. Or that carrots. Have onions. 
Carrots. Potatoes, a vegetable. Yeah. I would choose potato. I freaking love onions. Onions are in almost every seasoning that I use. And will an onion be a vegetable? A vegetable because I don't want to get rid of the herbs like garlic. That can be a herb because that can stay. Is it? Is it a vegetable? I don't know. <laughs> Let's just say no for this <laughs> <laughs> scenario. <clears throat> you'd you'd choose potatoes. Well, um, probably. And your onion? I'd choose onion, I think. But I think you'd have other stuff like your leafy greens, your lettuce, your kales, your... Ah, oh, lettuce is a vegetable? Yeah. Dang. I still choose onions. <laughs> I'll miss them salads, so. though. <laughs> you can't have anything on your salad except for fruits and onions. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Cabbage is a vegetable, too. I guess I'd just give up salad, then. Might as well just go carnivore at that diet point. <laughs> That was my nonsense question. You got a question? Yeah. Do you think um, people that are in like city council, that, that run for city council and mayor, and pretty much people that make the decisions for the state should be living in that state and city? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think it should be required. I think it should be, just like how the president has to live in America. Is it not? I don't think it is, because I don't think Mitt Romney lives in Utah. He does. But he has he, a residence, but he doesn't live here. He jumped through some stupid, he jumped through some loopholes to try to make it seem like he was a resident and that he was living here. I think your primary residence should be in the district that you are governing Romney, I think that's one reason why he didn't win is because everyone knew he was lying about his residency and wasn't living here. My dad served his LDS mission where Mitt Romney grew up, and he served it in Mitt Romney's ward. Your dad was in the Mormon church? Yeah, he grew up. He was baptized LDS. Huh. Actually, at like just a couple of days old in the hospital, he was born at St. Mark's Hospital, which is a Christian hospital. No, Catholic hospital. And so at like eight days old, they're not quite eight days old, but when he was a baby there, they took him and christened him, baptized him. In Catholic? Yeah. Huh. He said that his mom told him that they caught him doing that. They told, she's like, give him back. Don't do that. The church, the, hospital the hospital was doing it without yeah, them knowing? Because <laughs> the Catholic church would send priests there what and the they christian all the babies. That's crazy. But no, yeah, he grew up LDS and served a mission and he was at the same ward where Mitt Romney lived, but Mitt Romney is the same age, and he was serving a mission at the same time. Mitt Romney's the same age as your dad? Yeah. Dang. And um, my dad was proud about this. He's like, I got to sleep in Mitt Romney's bed because they're like, hey, our son is on a mission, so we got an extra bed here and a guest bedroom, so you brother missionaries can stay here for a day while you help with something. He should have peed the bed (laughs) when he was in there. Sabotage his bed. We don't like Mitt Romney. I don't. Yeah, I don't either. Well, he's not running again, is he? Uh, I don't think his election's up, is it? I don't know. Oh, I think his election might be 24. 2024. What was your question? 
What is the scariest dream you've ever had? Probably falling. Just falling? Actually, no, one time I thought I was being chased by like a child abductor growing up. Like, that was my biggest terror, like being abducted and stolen and never seeing my family again. I was terrified by that. I remember, like, as a kid when I lived at Witch Cross. And there's just this lady standing in front of my neighbor's door. This is a dream. <clears throat> and I go over to see who it is. And she turns around and her face is all demented and stuff. And she's trying to like capture me. She was a witch. That was probably my scariest dream. <laughs> Scary dreams are the worst because you just feel terror. I know. Your whole like, body's trembling. You just... can't breathe. You're sweating. I've never had the kind of fear that I've had in my dreams in real life. <laughs> I know. Could you imagine having that fear? That's the kind of fear you'd have if there was a freaking grizzly bear 10 feet across your shoulder chasing you. I don't know if I... That'd be adrenaline, actually. I don't... I guess I'd have to be in the situation to see, but... Man, nightmares are freaking scary. <laughs> One time I had this dream that I was standing in front of this house at nighttime and the garage door was open like probably six inches or maybe a little more and I knew there was something bad in the garage and I could see like a glow kind of like a, f a f glow of a flame from under the crack I was like dang what's in there and I could see like heat waves coming from under the door so I get on my knees and I look down and I could see like huge goat hooves and there's only two of them so it was like a person standing but they had goat hooves and it was all hairy and everything and I get down farther and look and it's it's the devil <laughs> <laughs> holy crap and he, he kneels down and he's looking back at me under the slit in the garage and I could see everything around him like smoldering and like kind of burning you know how things burn up right before they burst into flames mm -hmm. everything around him was like that and there was just smoke coming off of everything and there's heat waves coming off of his body and he has a huge freaking goat head or whatever have you ever seen the the devil or diablo on the game mm -hmm. yeah the head looked like just like that and he was just on his he crouched down on his hands and knees to look at me, just like I was looking at him. I was like, what the freak? That's the devil in there. <laughs> it was so scary. <laughs> was you, had you been playing Diablo when you dreamed it? Uh-uh. Do you remember like what was going on? Mm, not day-to-day -day life. No. It was like... Remember that? You just looked into hell. <laughs> I was in just some random neighborhood. Like it seemed like kind of the nicer part of West Valley at nighttime. <laughs> Dang. I was just walking down the sidewalk and I see the garage door open a little bit. Kind of caught my attention. So I just checked it out and freaking Satan was in there. <laughs> Satan lives in West Valley? I guess. Nice. <laughs> it was terrifying. But yeah, our X and Y item will be uh, <laughs> trying to lose a dream. Next time you can control that shit. 
and go beat the devil up. I don't know. When I lucid dream, I still can't control what happens. I can just... You just know you're dreaming? I know I'm dreaming. I can control what I do, but I kind of have to still follow oh, the yeah, flow you, of the dream. Like you can't change it at all? My environment, no. I can just control what I do. Yeah, I've never been able to change the environment. Just control, like... It's not like it becomes you're not watching the movie. You're, like, kind of creating it. It's just like... You're the character. It's just like normal life to me. I can just... I can't control what's happening around me. I can just control what I do. You're going to have to loosen dream again. Pay attention a little bit more. Was you thinking you can, like, loosen dream and think of a location and just appear there? No, but I can control the outcome of stuff. Kind of like Inception. Yeah. Like, I can be like, sometimes I can rewind. I'm like, no, dang, I didn't want that to happen. So I rewind it. Dang, that's cool. I never even yeah. thought about rewinding it when I'm used to dreaming. <laughs> no, I played a game, changed it out. <laughs> that's awesome. So, lucid dreaming, we're going to write in our journals. When we wake up, write our dream down. Yeah, as soon as you wake up, write down anything you remember, and you'll probably start remembering more. And the goal is to get... To become lucid in your dreams. So let's hear those stories. Yes, if if you want to do it with us, send us a message on Instagram about your experience, and we'll talk about it on the show. And Ben, if you want to come on, tell Brigham. <laughs> yeah, Ben. Should we see how long it takes him to hear this episode? I think he's only like six or seven. Yeah. I think we have... 16 or 17. Oh, dang. We're getting up there. I thought there was only 14. I guess I haven't listened for a while because I've been listening to The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> How long did you listen to them all? Started with The Hobbit? Yeah, started with The Hobbit. Ended with Three Towers? The, two, the Return the, of the, the Return King. Return of King. Yeah, yeah, Two Towers and Return of King. And it took you? Two weeks. Nice. Now you're listening to Ender's Game? Yeah, and it's freaking good. We should start a book club or something. <laughs> <laughs> Should we make a new podcast? A book club a podcast? A book club podcast. That'd be cool. If any of you want to be in our book club podcast. Dude, I know <laughs> so many people. I could probably... Dude, we got Stephen like hosted. Stephen? He has 3,000 books. He's read tons of freaking books. Sorry, Stephen, no offense. I don't want to listen to his books. <laughs> Why? They're all about werewolves and vampires probably just the one that he showed you at the time no he probably has some good books I've talked to him about some of them that he's read and I've read I like the he definitely listens to a lot there's probably some good ones that he's listened to that he I wants would. to write a book <laughs> I know and I tell him all the time I, like, I was on the phone with him the other day I'm like dude you, you have just... some free time take a class on writing or just start writing your ideas out he's like yeah I should like, no, for real, if you start writing your ideas out and then you can just slowly work on them and make, get to a producer, like, it's it's really not that hard to produce a book. If you've got the idea in your head and can create it, just write it out. And then there's editors and producers. I'd like to write a book, too. I think it'd be fun to write a book. I'm planning on writing a book one day. Are you going to do fiction or nonfiction? Nonfiction. You going to do fiction? Yeah, dude. You can do a biography of your life. Yeah, something. It'll probably be a little bit of a mix of like my life and 
my success and the stuff I've learned along the way and my tips and tricks throughout Dang. my whole life. You're going to do a whole book on one of our segments? I'm going to do a whole book of like a podcast episode pretty much in a book. That's probably like 280 pages, 400 pages, something like that. About this thick. And sell it for like $23 a book. Become New York bestseller. Nice. Sell millions of copies. After that, you should run for president. Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> millions of copies at like 23 bucks. If you sold a million copies at 23 bucks a copy. That's what Trump did. That's he wrote a bunch of books. Twenty. He did a lot more than write books. So. <laughs> yeah, he's way successful. Yeah. Do you just realize how freaking rich book writers are? Yeah. How many Harry Potter books do you think were sold out of the seven books? A lot. A million? I think she became a billionaire. Two million? Three? Those are like twenty twenty to thirty dollar books each time. People were waiting in line. I think they were probably more than that. They were probably like sixty to eighty dollar books the, when people were waiting in line to sell out bookstores. I remember my sisters would wait in line to get them. Overnight. I think. To get the book. Maybe they didn't. Harry Potter. I remember they'd get them right when it come out. So so if it's a thirty dollar <laughs> book and she sells Five hundred million copies of the seven titles. How much money is that, Joe? Let's do the math on your calculator. Five hundred million times thirty-seven, which I don't know how much the books more cost. than five hundred million copies have been sold. Of so Harry just do five hundred million. Is that the whole franchise or just the one book? The whole franchise. Five hundred million. How many times. zeros is that? That would be nine zeros. Because six zeros is a hundred thousand times what? Times, times twenty. 30. We'll say twenty-five. Most books are around. Google there. how much Harry Potter books cost. Just do twenty-five. <laughs> we don't need to get that in depth. Error: one point two five billion. Yeah, she became a billionaire from this franchise because she made money off the books, the movies, the games, the merchandise, the, the, the franchise, the, 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 the merchandise, parks. <laughs> and then she kept going with more books. And more movies. Dude, how much do you think she made from the movie sellout rights? She's getting royalties probably all the time. I don't know, but she really made it. <laughs> from a idea in her head. Yeah, and I think she started the first book on a napkin or something. And a lot of people wouldn't um, produce it. She had to find a couple of different producers. You just have to never give up. Earlier today, you said Ender's Game is better than Lord of the Rings. It's more captivating, I think. Is um, the Harry Potter better than Ender's Game? Oh, man. I'd have to read them again, but I think... Is that your next series? <laughs> Harry Potter? I don't know if I'm going to delve into that <laughs> long of a series right now, but... I remember when I was reading it, it was magical. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Harry Potter is pretty good. I just finished it. I, I haven't read it for over 10 years, but it's a really good series. Well, should we close it out? Yeah. Till next time. So we're going to be dream journaling. Maybe at the end of the four weeks of our actionable item, we'll see if we can get Austin to come back on podcast and talk about it. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Um, feel free to follow along and send us messages on Instagram. And then share the show, like and subscribe. That would help us out a lot. Yeah. Tell tell everybody you know about it. Peace. Peace.